I want to ask. Okay, if I'm saying this and you're doing this, like where's the disconnect? Like why did we miss what you're supposed to be doing? Self-care. How do you sure. do self-care? Sure. So we're doing a huge, it's called Mardi Gras Nights, like a okay. huge two-night event. Is there any part of the proceeds of the wedding booking part that goes to that? Or is this just what you guys do? If we're living in the most perfect world ever, we would be doing this is the Sprinter Mom with Lashes On Podcast. Two things I want to ask. Okay. So, Christina Walsh back with us in the studio. Yes. <laughs> in Cheers. the studio. Thank you for having me again. Mm-hmm. So glad you're here. Mm-hmm. So two things to talk about. One is your obsession with your husband. Oh. It's funny because I say I'm obsessed with Ryan. I don't know that he's obsessed with me, but I'm like, I'm he's, obsessive oh. in like a bad way, like a... I'm like, I'm stalking you. I'm doing all the things. But it's all good if you're married. (laughs) But I would say for in a culture that marriages aren't working, what would you say keeps you and Danny married (gasps) this many years later? Oh, my gosh. And happily married. Happily married. That's the thing. Um, I, I think for both of us, it's been, and this is going to sound so like after school special, yeah. but like it's don't honestly, do <laughs> I don't do drugs, yes. <laughs> um, it's honestly the silliness and like how much we laugh with each mm. other. Like if if I make him laugh, it's like the best part of my day. And like he makes me laugh at the drop of a hat, you know, like his, with his sense of humor and everything, but because I feel like you could just be yourself and you're not, you know, you don't have to like do your hair and dress for him, you know, and whatever and like pretend you're someone you're not. Like I can legitimately be at my worst or at my best and it doesn't matter. Like he loves me just as much, you know, and and I think that's what like keeps us married is like, you know, just – a, the silliness and like B, just being able just to relax and let it go, you know, around each other. And in business, it's different. As you know, you probably know um, uh, you might have different opinions and, you know, you work through it and it's fine. But like there's still some like comedic factor in it, you know, and we still find a way to. So who separate. would you say though? Like, cause for Ryan and I, sometimes <clears throat> we'll come across like Ohana decisions mm-hmm. and like, it will get to a point where I'm like, I kind of disagree with you. And I think he values my opinion. I know he values my opinion. Yeah. He said that before. Yeah. But there are some times where I'm like, I don't agree, but I'm just going to trust that you're making the best choice. Like mm-hmm. at what point do one of you like submit to the other saying like, hey, I don't agree, but here's this. Like, have you come to those places yes. before with business? A hundred percent. Yes. Several times. And what it comes down to is I, I feel like it, it, when it comes down to it, it gets a little easy because what we call he's in charge of back of the house, which is kitchen. Okay. All things culinary, all things ordering, purchasing, everything, numbers. And I'm what you call front of the house. And so if we're debating over um, something and it's not, we're not jiving and we're not, you know, and we really have to dissect it, like, you know, you truly know back of the house. Okay. So if it's a back of the house decision, I'm going to let you have this one. Okay. If it's front of the house decision, he's going to let me have this one. Okay. Um, 
and we just trust each other. And if we're wrong, like I said in the car, like we're wrong, and then we move on from it. And we learn from it. And yeah, and exactly. That. But it it comes down to departments, I guess. You know, okay. is is what we've experienced so far. So, okay. Yeah. How would you say, like, with being married and working in the same world, mm-hmm. same thing, same whatever? What is your like work life balance? Like you have a pup at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of family in St. Louis. Like yeah. how does that look <clears throat> doing family events, but also like literally running, especially during high wedding season? Sure. What does family look like for you or what are days off for you? Uh, self care. How do you sure, do self care? Sure. Hundred percent honest. We're not there at oh. all. At all. We're only your we're going on year three okay. in our business, like really off the ground, you know. Um, we started doing events in tw- end of 2021. Okay. We had all of 2022, all of 2023. Next year, we're hoping to step back a little bit. Are you pretty booked for next year, 2024? Very. Okay. And we're already taking contracts for 2025. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we're already booking for 2025. So it's really good. Um we knew starting this, we had to just dive in okay. and go all in and sacrifice our family life, sacrifice our self-care days, self- sacrifice all of that stuff, knowing that like, we need to get this up and running, build it how we want to build it, okay. train the people, uh, the right people, you know, uh, for the position. The right the people. Right people. <laughs> I, had, I had to preface that because we've hired and expired so you know fired yeah. some you know that just didn't work out um and we we're not there yet and we're we're still we're still pretty young you know okay. in that sense um we will get there there is a plan there is a goal uh to get there that's what we aspire to do next is get to that healthy balance because okay. you know it's it's hard to stay away it's hard to keep danny away from the venue um, I try to take one one day a week, not at the venue. Oh, um, that's I tr- not that much. I know, I, but that's like are some of your days though? Would you say some of your days are half days, so yes. they're kind of flexible? Absolutely. So like you might be there six days a week, but it's not a full nine to five. No, yes. and that's what we offer our staff, right? Too is like the flexibility. I think the what is it, Gen Z, Gen yeah, X, totally. whatever, whatever they are. Um. They want that healthy work-life balance. We're giving it to them, even though we're not experiencing it yet. Yeah, that's what we're giving to them, knowing that, like, hey, you come in and you work for us. You're not working a nine to five. You're not behind a desk. You're yeah. not, you know, whatever. Like, you come in, you do your work. If you can work at home and do computer work, do it. We love yeah. that. We love that for you. Do it. You know, as long as you're getting your work done. Like, we love you for it. Okay, yeah. speaking of that, because you're very much like me and you are non-confrontational. Yeah. So someone at your job is not getting the job done or they miss a deadline or they uh-huh. miss like a big pitch or a deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you confront someone? How do you handle that now as a business owner when like we're pretty passive people? Like if we have an issue yeah. with someone, we're like, oh, should I bring it up? No, it'll just pass on yeah <laughs> but like how do you as a boss now adjust that because you are not a confrontational person i'm not but being in the hospitality industry i have been faced with a lot of doozies <laughs> a lot of things where i've had to be confronted i've been on the receiving end of getting 
Yelled at. Yelled at. <gasps> cussed at. Also, and it wasn't my fault. And it was my mm. chef's fault, you know. Oh. And I was just listening to this lady chat, or not even chat, yell and scream. And I was like, oh, the trees are starting to change colors. You know, <laughs> like you just, you know, you have it. You learn enough to where it comes to a point where it's out of your control. You can only plan for so much and it's out of your control. However, on the flip side, when you are training somebody, you know, I feel like I train them to the best of my ability on what they need to know. And if they don't need, or if they don't know what's uh, my staff, if they don't know something, my door is always open. You come and ask me, you text me, you call me. I'm always here for you. I'm never going to. I don't want to say I'm never going to let you fail because you need to learn. But yeah, you like, have to fail. Yeah, but like I'm going to be here for you and support you. Um, but in particular, I had you know a, a staff member who's no longer you know with our company, but uh, they were just constantly messing up. And no matter how many times I talked to them, you know, and, and it's a thing. Hey, I trained you to do this, and why are you doing this? Like I, I question it first. And then I and then that's how you approach. I question, question. I question, and then I and then I try to say, where's the hole here? Like, where's the leak? If I'm saying this and you're doing this, like, where's the disconnect? Like, mm-hmm. why did we miss what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. You know, like, uh, is it my fault that I didn't train you? Because I really want to know. Like, is yeah. it my fault that I need to switch my training aspect? Or is it your fault that you're not understanding? You know, so I, I really try to dissect the situation before I react. You're not doing your job. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I try to go the whole like psychological route or yeah. whatever you want to call it, you know, and like ask questions. I'm, I, I like to be curious, Yeah. <laughs> you know, first. I ask all the questions, you know, first before I like really determine Okay, is it my fault or their fault? You know, so. So say that I just, someone asked me for, I don't know, what are drinks? Uh, Someone asked me for some type of drink. And I made the wrong drink. Like a vodka soda? Yeah, I made the wrong drink. Yeah. Or or, um, a bride asked for a certain um, setup in her room and Mm -hmm. I didn't set it up correctly. How do you come up to me and say, like pretend I'm an employee. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Christina. I know that was written on paper of the plan for the wedding. I I spaced or I didn't do it. Okay. Or I thought this would be better. Oh. So I would so it's at Sarah. We do a final details meeting with the bride and groom for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's their wants, it's their wishes. We're here to execute for them. I think that what you're doing here, I understand your thought process and why you think this would be better if you if that's what you think you can reach out to the bride and tell them your thought process on why you think this room setup would be better and if she's okay with it great let's go with it if not it's up to you to switch it back to way to the way that she wanted it okay. so you can explore that i i agree with that and I you know because sometimes we'll go through final details meeting and after the fact I'll realize shoot nope that's not going to work that table's not going to work there or this guest count isn't going to work with this room setup or whatever and then I have to go back to you know so it's like trial and error you know yeah. but I want them I also want them to question the process okay. you know so even if a bride says this is what I want doesn't mean yeah we try to give it to them but like 
we try to guide them, right? Okay. Like if we think it should be something better or different, we try to like guide them and like, what do you think about this? Because the flow of the service will be better. Our service will be able to serve the room quickly, you okay. know? Um, but if, if they absolutely don't want it, then all right, then it's... I don't want to say it's their funeral, but you know, like then, like then that's what we're doing. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Okay. So I, I tried to be both like, I tried to be fair and not just like, no, no, absolutely not. I like to talk about it. Be open. Ask questions. Yeah. See where it goes. Yeah. Okay. I think one of my favorite things about your Instagram, the Franklin of Soulard and what you guys post is like, you have your wedding reels and all these things and people are happy and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Tell me about St. Louis, Missouri, and how does the Franklin of Soulard give back to the community, and what does that look like? Because you guys post a lot about things that you do for meals and different things. Like, how does the Franklin of Soulard give back to St. Louis? Oh, thank you for asking that. I love, love that. So it was always important to Danny and I, that's a part of our mission, you know, to do, is to give back to the community in all ways, shapes, or forms. So the... Um, Archdiocese of St. Louis. So there's so there's a church across the street, um, Saints Peter and Paul, and they put on a meals program. Um, well, the meals program is is Saints Peter and Paul meals program, but they 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 feed the homeless or unhoused. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, oh, is that the new word? I, yeah, I, I oh, I've been told no, it's unhoused. That's, yes, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, every month from the second to the twenty first. And so the parish that we belong to, which is Saints Peter and Paul, every month on the 9th, our parish volunteers. So we treat that as a volunteer team day. So our our management staff, we come down. We sometimes are making the meal. Sometimes we're not. We're definitely serving the meal. So every month on the 9th, that's what we do. We serve the unhoused. And it's a plated meal because that's all we do in our venue we don't do buffets we don't do family style it's a plated every guest gets a plated meal so the priest father bruce he wants to do is serve a dignified meal to the unhoused because they don't get it you know so we come around and we serve instead of them coming up through a buffet line to get their meal we serve them which is I think even more dignified. It is. Than just a buffet. It, exactly. Yeah. So um, we treat them, you know, with respect and we treat them like a wedding guest, you know. And so that's one thing we do. Another thing we do is our breakfast with Santa Okay. every year. Um, I think I mentioned it in the car, you know, uh, and we do, um, you know, we people buy tickets. We have photo booth opportunities. Santa is there and he's the best Santa ever and the Santa in oh I love Santa because he smells like peppermint Aww. and he really just is like in love with the kids and so like they, they come and there's like crafts for the kids there's festive cocktails for the adults and it's Aww. like you know it's a nice food spread and everything and so a hundred percent of the like what we make goes to the Saints Peter and Paul Meals program. So la- this this past year we were able to donate over four thousand um, dollars wow. to the meals program. So we we're very excited about that. And that's I mean, just knowing that they could eat um better and eat more, you know, and eat longer and just the program to keep up and running. I mean, it's important to us. And a lot of our couples too, they know that we do this. Like cause we we mention it during yeah. the tour. Um is there any part of the proceeds of the wedding booking part that goes to that? Or is this just 
what you guys do. It's just we do. Yeah, it's just extra. Like we dedicate this event towards that, you know. And, you know, every month we don't – our the Franklin of Soulard, we donate to the meals program okay. as well too. So like we do our own donation. Um, but sometimes our couples, they once they know what we do, and in lieu of wedding favors or a koozie that like uh, they yeah, could go home with. Like a theme. Right. They donate to the meals program as well too. I love that. Yeah. So there's been several couples that handed me a check and said, please give this to the meals program, you know, and so th- we do. And so it's it's awesome. Like what we're able to generate, but our clients, what they're able to generate. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Are there a lot of unhoused, would you say, in – St. Louis or like where you're at. Yeah, I feel like at this point, I don't know. Like, do you feel like it's even growing. here it's growing? Yeah. And it's so sad, but I don't know. And I don't want to like I, I don't want to step over my words and step over my boundaries. I don't know how many people are choosing to be homeless or like versus what stipulation. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, versus, I don't yeah, but it, it I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So um, on any given night, they'll serve over a hundred people. You wow. know, yeah. And this is right across the street from your place. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's incredible. You know, but it's you know it, it's definitely a blessing. You know, um, is it a good look? Sometimes no. But once we describe what's going on and tell our clients what's going on, if they're coming in for a tour and they see a line of homeless people. You're not thinking, oh, this is my dream wedding spot. Yeah. But once we tell them what's going on, it clicks and they get it. You yeah. know, and so the purpose of it and the mission yeah. behind it. Yeah. And and some it might be for it, and some are like, nope, don't want to deal with it. Which to each his own. That's fine. Yeah. You know. So, um, but it's something that we're strong about, and you know, we're going to continue to do as long as long as we keep doing this. So yeah. yeah. So it, we had talked about kind of like your growth and like where you see it going. Mm-hmm. Would you ever expand? And some of your venues outside of St. Louis. <gasps> I mean, your family, your family is in town I in know. Phoenix, Arizona. I know. Um, and then Danny's family is in St. St. Louis, Louis. But you also like to travel. Like, what are your dreams <clears throat> for where your venues go? I mean, in a if we're living in the most perfect world ever, we would be doing this in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, okay. We yeah. love Flagstaff. Like that's where we met, where we fell in love and, you know, whatever. And we, I mean, we love Flagstaff. I know it's a different town now, a different city now, but like we always say if we can make it back to Flagstaff one day, that's it, you know, like that. And and who knows, you know, maybe we do it, you know, in Flagstaff. Um I don't know, but like, I think right now growing the catering business in St. Louis, the offsite catering business, and you know, continuing on with our venue, um, maybe multiple venues, you know, um, that's the goal. But like, far out, I I would think Flagstaff is. That's awesome. Yeah, we love Flagstaff. So, where are you traveling next? <gasps> Okay, uh, small, domestic. We're going to New Orleans okay. uh, in January. We're going to do some little research and development because we're doing a big Mardi Gras event at our Ooh, venue. In March. Yeah, Yeah, it's called Mardi Gras Nights okay. uh, or in um, February. Okay. Because out, outside of New Orleans, uh, New Orleans um, St. Louis is like the second biggest Mardi Gras party ever. Oh. 
Yeah, it's it's a big deal. And it's in Soulard, which in our neighborhood. It's right where your venue is. Yeah. So we can't host any weddings that weekend because you can't good luck getting through. It's insane oh. with the parade and with like all the festivities. There's a, a pet parade the weekend before. There's a taste of Soulard where people buy tickets and like you go to all the different restaurants and venues and all that stuff. So like, you're like, let's maximize on yeah, this so, week. So we're doing a huge, it's called Mardi Gras Nights, like okay. huge um, two-night event um with a second line jazz band um like a regular band like amazing food like new orleans style food yeah um hurricanes like all the fun drinks so diddy and i are we're going to new orleans in january just to do a little research and development to go eat at all the restaurants and drink all the drinks and bring back you know to st louis and wear the beads (laughs) wear the beads yeah no it's gonna be so much fun yeah and then on actual mardi gras day we're doing a massive event in our parking lot there's this um, really cool like local celebrity. He's legit. I think he's 18. Forgive me if you're not. <gasps> Dawson High is his is name. Is he like a YouTube? Yeah. He's mm. like a little mini celebrity in St. Louis. So okay. we got Dawson High oh, to be in like ready. live spin. Yeah. Oh, is he a DJ? He's a DJ. Oh. And he played like ever since he was like 15, he's been playing at weddings. But he's good. He's legit like playing songs we grew up with with how how do you know about these songs with like the songs today and like he's live mixing oh my god he's amazing so anyways yeah so um sorry i'm excited i just got off on a tangent yeah on mardi gras but we're going to new orleans uh in january that's awesome yeah so we're starting to like you know think of like domestic travel yeah like to get back into it because we used to travel a lot you know and then um find that family life balance. Yeah, we're, we're starting balance. to find it. We're, we're getting there, baby steps, but we will. But we knew we had to sacrifice, but now we're coming out of it a little bit. So That's awesome. <laughs> well, I love that. I mean, we got to talk a bunch in and out yeah. today of different things, but I do love that you just created your path. Like mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I thought I was going to do this. This is what my family wanted me to do. I want to do something else. But then when I was in it, I wasn't happy about it. But then I went and learned. And mm-hmm. I think that's huge. And I think for women and men, sometimes it's easier for men. But like you literally are selling yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I actually think any business you would do, Christina, personally, like I think you'd be successful <laughs> anything you do, literally. Like, because you. you just, people are attracted to you. Mm. And I think when they meet you and Danny and that connection you guys have together, like, having a wedding venue is like incredible an event venue period yeah. you guys are celebrators yeah you do celebrations yes and you're celebrating the unhoused and you're yeah. celebrating the new marriages you're celebrating santa all the various things yeah but it's you and what you've done and the work you've made and just the effort you put in and like uh. you said fake it till you make it and yeah. it's true like a <laughs> lot of people fake it till they make it yeah but you would never know uh. and that's why it's faking it well, so great you. job. Thank I you so you much. Oh my gosh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> thank know. you so don't much. Don't do not ruin the lashes. Well, I know, don't ruin the lashes. Well, and you guys too. You guys too. I mean, you paved your own way. And I, I think that, that's, that's, that's kind of how I feel. Like it's that's like uncommon. you're like literally in this together, making the mistakes. And they're like, oh shoot, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Or like the growth of the business. Like yeah. right now, you guys have had no time off. And we've been there. And yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, shoot. Like, 
we kind of look like we have money. We don't have money. Well, right. Like, but you're right. just like exhausted. But right. you do it. I know. And then eventually you get to a point where you can go to Enjoy Cabo. it. <laughs> exactly. Like you guys do and on your vacations, which is like hashtag goals. But no. Hashtag. Hashtag, no, you guys are hashtag amazing. Hashtag Sprinter Mom with lashes on, Ryan. I see you. Woo! You can come in. Ugh. We're done. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, so honored. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today for the Sprinter Mom with Lashes on podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week. <laughs>